These thoughts come from a place of needing to be validated by others and the world. They signal to me that you haven't done the work of figuring out who you are and what you want. You're still depending on titles, prestigious names, and other external things to define you as a person and give you a sense of your own worth. And what happens is like when you're in that place of just chasing the next job for the wrong reason, you're going to come right back to square one again. Welcome to the Early Career Moves podcast, the show that highlights remarkable BIPOC young professionals killing it on their career journeys. I'm your host, Priscilla Esquivel-Bolcha, Latinx career coach, corporate consultant, daughter of immigrants, and lover of breakfast tacos. Meet me for a coffee chat every Friday as we either dive into a special guest story or I'll share my own career gems. If you're a BIPOC professional feeling lost in your career or just need a dose of inspiration, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey y'all, happy new year, happy 2022. It's so exciting to be at the cusp of a brand new year. This New Year's Eve was actually very low key for me. I stayed home in Austin with my husband and dog. I had a pretty chill New Year's Eve, but I I definitely get very energized with just New Year's. I love the month of January. I think it's like so fun to create goals and set intentions for the year. And this year, I really want to help more people make career changes and career moves that are meaningful to them and align with their own life's goals, sense of purpose, values. And so I'm going to be creating a lot more solo episodes um, in the new year. So you're going to hear more from me. I know I haven't had a solo episode in a while. So today the topic is all about mindset. And so you might be wondering, why do we have to talk about mindset? For some people, this can feel very like woo, but I think it's everything. Like I believe every result you have in your life is largely due to the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you think. The brain is like this amazing computer that we get to program and we get to set intentions and goals and work towards things. I just love the human brain and what we're able to achieve with the brain. And when you're trying to get ready to do a big career change, you have to program your brain. Like you have to get your brain ready and focused on the right things to make it easier for you to take action on your goal. And so this episode is about the five mindset shifts that I believe are required for a successful and stress-free career change. Emphasis on stress-free. It can even be enjoyable and like a chill thing that you're working on over time. It doesn't have to be frenzied, stressful, intense. We need to leave that behind. We need to make this actually an enjoyable process. And so I'm going to talk through what are the five mindset shifts that I believe you have to adopt to get there. All right, let's jump in. So number one is letting go of confusion, letting go of I don't know what I want to do next, and letting go of I don't know how I'm going to get there. So these are my I don't know what I don't know how people. Now, what does this sound like? This sounds like, well, I don't know what I want to do next. I'm stuck. Nothing interests me. I don't think anyone can help me. I don't even know anyone who can help me. I don't know anyone in that industry 
I don't know anyone who works in X career. It's a lot of, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. So why is this so dangerous? So I don't know keeps you stuck, right? It's a way to put up a huge mental block. It creates a lot of feelings of apathy and discouragement, which you definitely don't need at the very beginning of a career change process. Like the career job search process involves a set of hurdles and obstacles later. But in the beginning, you don't need to do that for yourself ahead of time. Like you don't need to start your process in that energy because it actually blocks creativity. It slows the process down and it keeps you exactly where you are. It makes sure that you're stuck, that you're paralyzed, that you don't take any action. Instead of those thoughts, I would recommend some power thoughts that can create more of a sense of bravery, curiosity, exploration, willingness, and excitement. Okay, that's what you want to generate at the beginning. You want to get excited. Like this is where you get to be like a child again. Like this is where you get to have wonder and dream and design, right? And so some power thoughts that I'll offer you are things like, there are clues everywhere all over my life letting me know where to go next. I just need to look for them. It's up to me to piece together the puzzle pieces. I get to put the pieces together and no one can put the pieces together like I can because this is my puzzle and this is my life. I may not figure it all out, but I can figure out where the next clue leads me. No one is born with a manual on what to do with their lives. They figure it out as they go, and I can do the same. I'm willing to explore and learn about brand new careers that I didn't even know existed. I can talk to one person today who knows more than me about something that I'm interested in exploring. I can listen to one podcast episode. I can read one book that can point me in a new direction. I'm so excited to learn more about myself today. These are just some examples of power thoughts to get you to that place of bravery, curiosity, exploration, and excitement. You have to figure out which thoughts resonate the most with you. Like which are the thoughts that when you say them, you feel something in your body. Like you should physically feel like, oh, like that's excitement, that's curiosity, because not not all of the thoughts will work for you, right? So you have to figure out what are those thoughts that will move you away from confusion and I don't know land and you want to walk away from the desert and go towards like this juicy jungle of excitement. Like that's where you need to get. That's the first mindset shift. The second mindset shift is around silencing the inner critic. So these are my, I don't know if I can do this people. Are you an I don't know if I can do this person. So first, you have to understand it's normal. Everyone has an inner critic. Some people are better at managing it than others. And again, this goes back to your self-talk. How are you talking to yourself? Okay, so the thought errors, like the things that I think people are focusing on the most when their inner critic is very loud, sounds like this. It sounds like, well, I don't have any experience that's worth even putting on my resume. I don't have any transferable skills that would apply to that industry or that kind of job. I have no industry experience, Priscilla. How could they possibly want me? 
or how about this one? This is a favorite. It's too late for me. It's just too late. I'm not good at interviewing. I hate talking about myself. I hate talking to other people. And then deep down under all of these is they're not going to like me. Now, why are these dangerous? These thoughts create a lot of unproductive emotion around self-pity and despair. They are self-indulgent thoughts that are the mental equivalent of like playing around in a shitty diaper. (laughs) Like they lead to nothing. They lead to inaction most frequently. You end up not even applying to jobs. Like you don't even do the bare minimum to get started on a meaningful career change and you avoid and procrastinate on the goal. So if you're avoiding, if you're procrastinating, many times these are the thoughts that are simmering at the top because you're like, well, it's too late for me. Like, what's the point? So when you do take action with these low energy thoughts, these thoughts create an energy about you that will be off. So you might interview for jobs, you might go on phone interviews, you might get invited to to like final interviews. But like if your thoughts are low level, low energy, then the way that you come off to people will come off as graspy, desperate, needy, uncomfortable, awkward. Like it makes all of that worse, like the way that you show up. And who wants to hire someone to join their team who comes off that way, right? Like put yourself in the shoes of a hiring manager if you were interviewing someone and and it was just clear that like this person can't look you in the eye. They can't speak compellingly about who they are, what they do, what they offer in a positive way. Like that energy is not good selling energy. You're not selling yourself the way you could. And that's why it's really critical to work on managing that inner critic. I will never say that it's possible to get rid of it. I don't think it's possible. I think that's a normal function part of our brain. Our brain tries to protect us from failure, from danger. And it does that by telling you like, no, 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 no. Like, don't do anything. Like, just stay here. We're safe. No need to go out of your comfort zone. Like, that's your brain protecting you. And you can just say, brain, I hear you. I see you. I I know you're trying to protect me, but I got this. I can do this. I've done hard things in the past. So it's worth taking the time to really build upon your self-concept, the way that you see yourself, what you think you can bring to the table And work on these every single day. Like every single day, you should have them on post-it notes. You you should write them down. You should record yourself and like listen to the recording. Like your self-concept has to be really strong when you go into a, a meaningful career change process because you are going to be selling yourself. And if you're not sold on you, no one's gonna be sold on you. You need to sell yourself on you first. So some powerful thoughts that I can offer you. Again, these may not all resonate. This is just a little buffet. Your homework is really to like to come up with some that work for you. But some are, everyone starts off as a beginner and everyone has to start somewhere. This is where I am today. I believe in myself. I may not be a fit for everyone, but I'm a fit for someone. I can get better with time and coaching. I've done way scarier things in the past. I don't need to be perfect. No one is perfect. 
All it takes is one person to give me a chance and there are billions of people on this earth, okay? We wanna inspire self-kindness, confidence. We wanna celebrate. Think about how every single day you're going to celebrate yourself as you go on this process because it's very important for you to cultivate on yourself concept, sell your you on yourself. I also recommend this is where you get to write down like your greatest hits, like what are all the amazing things that you've done in the past? How are you a great addition to a team? What do you offer a team? Ask people these questions around you, especially good friends or colleagues. Why do you enjoy having me on your team? You need to start finding positively reinforcing facts about you to bolster that self-concept. Okay, number three, reframe rejection as part of the deal and shift to an abundance mindset. So the classical job search is marked by many rejections. Like many people in a process get told no. Only one person gets told yes. That's just how the numbers work out for every job search. So similar to dating, if we look at the numbers, you have to date a lot of frogs to find your prince or princess. It's a numbers game. We don't live in a fantasy world where every single person who applies to a job gets the job. It doesn't work that way. And that's actually a good thing because you don't want all of the jobs that are out there. Even there are jobs that you think you want that you actually don't want. You just don't know it yet. Okay, so consider that. There's a very select group of jobs that you want. And even from that group, you're going to be interviewing them too in the process. You're finding the right fit for you. There will be people who will say yes to you and you will need to say no to them. Okay, it's a two-way street. But here what I want to focus on is the inevitability of rejections. Like they're going to happen even if you're referred by someone. No matter how you get into a process, rejections are highly likely to happen. And you learn from these rejections. You learn from each one. You learn about yourself. You learn about what you want. You learn about what you don't want. You learn about where you could have been you know, sharper, how to get better for the next one. You have to reframe rejections as like scrimmages, practice. You're showing up to basketball practice, uh, a dress rehearsal. Like you cannot view every job interview as like the end all be all. This is the final performance and it has to be perfect. Like that has to be reframed. So thoughts that'll come up that let can let you know that you're in that mindset of this has to be perfect and rejection is failure are things like This is going to take forever. I'm putting in so much and getting nothing. I worked so hard for that final interview just to be told no. I don't want to waste all of that time submitting applications just to be told no a million times. I don't think there's enough jobs out there for me. Okay, these are all thoughts that create scarcity, they create impatience, discouragement. Again, they just slow down the process for you. And it calls in the inner critic. Like it's like one of those thought spirals that's like, hey, where's the inner critic? Let's come out. Now let's start focusing on all the things that you're bad at. So it blocks your progress. Instead, what you have to do is shift to a mindset of abundance. And what I mean by that is like, there's an abundance of time, effort, and opportunities to help you in this process and to get you to where you want to go next. 
So you don't need to constrain yourself to a certain timeline or amount of personal effort. Kind of like if I put in 10 applications, like that should be enough. Like that kind of thinking, again, is dangerous. You need to remind yourself that there are plenty of opportunities out there waiting for you. You want to move on from like, this has to be the one that works out because that's scarcity thinking to another mindset of if it's not this one, it'll be another one. Like kind of like buses. Like if I don't catch this bus, there'll be another bus coming in 10 minutes. And actually it might even be better, right? Like you want to step into your power, have a powerful stance, know your worth, have certainty that this will work out eventually. Like that's just how this will work out. Some powerful thoughts that I can offer you right now. I'm willing to put in the time required to get my dream job, no matter how long it takes. I'm willing to try as many different strategies to reach my intended outcome. I will figure this out. I'm learning so much about what I want and don't want through this process, and I love that. There are people out there who can help me reach my goal. The average job search takes six to nine months. That's average. So for some people, it can take them a year or longer. But if I land where I want to be a year from now, it'll be completely worth it. Staying still, doing nothing, and then being in the same place one year from now is not an option for me. No is always a gift, even if I can't see it yet. No is part of the deal. There are so many opportunities out there just waiting for me that are way better aligned with my life goals and my values. All right, so again, you gotta reframe the rejection. It's part of the deal. You're gonna say no. Other people are gonna say no. It's all data. You learn from it. You keep it moving. You cannot make that mean. You cannot create a story that no means I'm not good enough. I'm never gonna get this. This is taking too long. That's where we slip. That's a crack that can lead to avoidance, procrastination, no action. You're not making the moves that you need to make to get closer to your goal. Okay, the fourth mindset shift, you need to avoid compare and despair and get in tune with what you want. So when I talk to people about making career changes, you know what's a red flag for me? When I start hearing about other people in the conversation. I start hearing about your friend who's doing X, your friend who's doing Y. I start hearing about mom, dad, uncle. I start hearing about your friend who's doing something else. Like other people are being mentioned in the conversation. This is a a career switch for you, one person, and that has nothing to do with any other individual in the world. So you need to be sure that if you're going to go through this whole career change process, you're making this shift because you want it. You truly, deep down, desire it for your own reasons, whatever those may be, and you love those reasons. They're not someone else's desire or someone else's dreams. You need to want this for you. This is where my shiny object syndrome people 
need to be careful. People who like to be checking on LinkedIn, what's this person doing? What's that person doing? They compare themselves and then they're like, oh, well, maybe I need to now change roles because this person now has the word director in their title. Okay, be self-reflective. Are you someone who tends to fall into this trap? Okay, if you wanna go on a career change journey, you wanna make sure that you're, you're doing it because you want it and you're not trying to impress other people in your life, forget about other people. Freedom to me is like letting go of what other people think about what you're doing. You're now living life on your own terms. You get to decide what's next for you. So what does this sound like? Like how, what are the thought errors that I hear when I, when I can tell someone's stuck in this? Thoughts like, I should get a job with a really high sounding title. Like it has to have this title, Priscilla. And if it doesn't, then I'm not interested in it. Priscilla, I think I need to get a job that's considered very prestigious. I'm only going to consider these specific companies. Well, this person is doing X, so I think I should be doing that too. I think that that's where I should be going next because, you know, there's a lot of hype around it and that's just like the next thing and that's just what I think I need to do next. If I end up doing this, people will think that I'm a failure. Like, what will people think? My mom will think I'm a failure. If I take a job doing why, people will think that's like really dumb or it's just, it's not impressive enough. Okay, so why are these thoughts dangerous? These thoughts come from a place of needing to be validated by others and the world. They signal to me that you haven't done the work of figuring out who you are and what you want. You're still depending on titles, prestigious names, and other external things to define you as a person and give you a sense of your own worth. And what happens is like when you're in that place of just chasing the next job for the wrong reason, which is what this is all about, you're going to come right back to square one again. So you'll figure out a new shiny object that you want to pursue next. Like nothing is ever good enough. These are my, the grass is always greener people. You have to shift to caring more about what you think about you if you're going to go through a meaningful job search career change process. You're the only person who matters. Okay, what are some powerful thoughts you can consider instead? I am the only person who gets input into what I do next. This next chapter of my life is one that I'm going to write. My next job will be something that I want and will work for my lifestyle. I refuse to compare myself to others. There's no comparison. I run my own race at my pace, and that works for me. I don't care what other people are doing. The only person I'm worried about is myself. These create confidence, commitment, and like that is the most freeing place you can be. Be daring enough to let go of what other people think about you because I'm gonna be really honest with you and I hope you hear this, no one really cares what you're doing. I don't know how many like thousands of thoughts people have in their brains every day, but like you take up like 0. 0.00000000, like 19 zeros, 1% of other people's brains. That's how insignificant you are. And that's the most amazing news because it means like do whatever you want. Okay, 
last mindset shift. This is a sneaky one, okay? So entitlement, the belief that it should be easy, is something you need to be aware of. This is a funny one because even though it sounds like entitlement, usually it's masked insecurity and low self-esteem. It's a different manifestation of the inner critic. And usually people who have this are people who have had access to very prestigious institutions, jobs, privileged spaces, okay? It's a defense mechanism that does a great job of putting up a wall and failing in advance. Failing in advance works great for the inner self-critic. The inner self-critic loves to fail in advance because they get to prove to themselves that they were going to fail anyway. They get to be right about something. They'd rather fail in advance than risk being disappointed in the future. The catch is that you're already disappointed. So how is that a win? Okay. Thought errors are, this should be easy for me. I went to X prestigious school. I shouldn't have to work hard or struggle for anything, for any job. Someone will come find me on LinkedIn, a recruiter fairy, and opportunities will just present themselves to me. I shouldn't have to put in so much time and effort into this process. Well, I've always gotten past jobs and things that I've applied to. Like, why should this be any different? This should be easy. This should require no effort on my part. I should just be good enough as I am. I have X degree. I've worked at X company that everyone wants to work at. So recruiters should just be flocking to me. These thoughts are dangerous because, again, one, they guarantee disappointment. Two, you're not maximizing the best offer in the market. Three, you leave your future in other people's hands. And four, it makes you very uncoachable. Like you can't grow. You can't get better. It's not a good look. Instead, I would offer you similar power thoughts that I offered during the inner critic one, which is basically around, I'm willing to put myself out there. I'm willing to try many things. Like I'm learning so much. Like there's so many opportunities out there waiting for me. And like this will work out. And this is normal. This is part of the deal. Okay. Those are my five mindset shifts I have to offer you to get ready to build a career change that is meaningful and that gets you to a place that better aligns with like your life goals, your your vision, your values. And I hope this is helpful. I would love to hear from you on Instagram, ECM podcast, screenshot um, this episode. Let me know what was your biggest takeaway. Let me know like which one you struggle with or which one was your favorite point or engage with me on LinkedIn too. All right, y'all have a great rest of your day. Bye. Hey, are you thinking about changing careers? Then you need to head over to my website, ecmpodcast.com and sign up to get your free 20-page guide that I wrote with you in mind. I wrote this guide to help you change careers and get really clear on what it is that you want to do next. Career clarity is key to a career transition journey. All right, can't wait to hear what you think about it. Have a great week.